favorites podcast. I am Chad Millman from the Action Network. It is Wednesday, which means it is time to join Mr. Scoodles himself. Bob Scucci from the Orleans in Las Vegas. All the Boyd Gaming books around the country. Here we go. Walk-up music. <laughs> oh my goodness, Mr. Bob Scoochie. Did you have fun with that one? Oh, you had fun with we? that one, didn't oh, you? Oh, did we? For those <laughs> who are new to the podcast, for those who don't know what we're talking about, uh, I've known Bob Scoochie for 20 years. We worked on a book together called The Odds. In all the, I was at his wedding. In all that we've been doing this podcast together for four or five years, both in the ESPN incarnation and now with the Action Network. I love this man. I love everything about him. <laughs> In all these years, he had neglected to mention that he was the lead singer in a band called the Scoodles. The Scoodles! <laughs> which you can hear on YouTube. Yeah. He mentioned it for the first time last week. <laughs> that intro music, we replaced Scooch's regular, dramatic, awesome inspiring intro music with a little ditty that the Scoodles like to play. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, see, now you know why I went 20 years without telling you. Oh, my goodness. This is the greatest thing that's happened to the podcast in the history of the podcast. Um, Twitter, which you don't go on, was lighting up from the news about your involvement in the Scoodles. Really? Yeah. So I, the only thing I know is that uh, my Uncle Ray, another another Scoodles guy. Yeah, yeah, I know Uncle Ray. He sends me uh, this. Ch- okay, <laughs> yeah, you know Uncle Ray. Yeah. He sent me this chart showing me like the the spike in in views and in, in everything with regards to the scoodles i was like oh my god oh my god we are out in the open now that is awesome the scoodles i can't believe it i love it <laughs> well you got to mention again that this is tongue in cheek this is meant as kind of a a goof we don't we don't take each, we don't take ourselves seriously <laughs> Yeah, I think so like when it's you a, name it's a yourself spoof the Scoodles, on the Beatles. Yeah. I get it, man. That that tells it all, right? Okay. I promise you. <laughs> I promise you right now, nobody is taking it seriously. <laughs> that that I believe. 100%. The Scoodles, ladies yes. and gentlemen. The Scoodles. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Good stuff. Yeah. So. 
Well, I'm glad you're having some fun at my expense. Oh, my God, are we? We are having a ridiculous amount of fun at your expense. It's just too good. Just one of the most amazing things that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were, like, <laughs> if not for how busy I am, we were going to make up songs. We, were, we had a whole production set to go on the Scoodles. <laughs> Instead, we just played a sampling of your music. Hey, um, let me ask you a question. No, that's good. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Last week, Pittsburgh Steelers did not cover. You know what I'm saying? The Los Angeles Rams yep. did not cover. The Miami Dolphins, um, the New England Patriots, did not cover. The Browns covered. The Houston Texans did not cover. Tell me about what's going on in your life on Sunday. Well, I mean, all those games that looked like they were real big games for the house were, but uh, it wasn't wasn't the best Sunday we we've had. It was uh, kind of mitigated by a lot of the uh, the sharp play on a lot of the dogs that you just described, and it's. It's a little frustrating when you when you you take a position on a lot of these games and end up uh, losing the games anyway. I mean, starting with you know the the, the Thursday night game, we really uh, we really like Tennessee, and we end up losing that game anyway. We we kind of shaded the the Raiders. We kind of like the Raiders. We lose that game. Uh, a, a lot of the games we we called out uh, the Packers. We felt after the, the the coaching change would come out pretty strong in their first game. Uh, that so a lot of those games we lose anyway. So that's just part of the part of the business when uh, there's not much you can do to, to. I mean, it was still a good weekend, mainly from killing a lot of parlays and a lot of those public teams. But uh, the sharp guys, I would say, probably had their best weekend of the year. Yeah, it felt like it, right? Like all the teams I just met, mentioned had sharp play on them on the opposite side. You know, the wise exactly. guys were all over the Bears. I, I mean, so yes. All over the Dolphins. Yep. Uh, they were on the Browns. They were on the Ravens. They were on yep. Oakland. Yeah, every one of those games. And even some of the favorites, uh, Detroit against Arizona, uh, that was a bad one for us. And then the Saints-Buccaneers, a game that we wished the Sharp guys were on the Buccaneers, uh, were not. So that was, a, that was a bad game for the house. So, you know, like I said, I, I think – and I, I kind of called around town and uh, talked to some of my colleagues too, and they kind of echoed the same sentiment that, yeah, the, everyone called saying, well, was this your best weekend of the year? And no, it wasn't, and, and that's the reason why. How do bookmakers commiserate? <laughs> it's funny that we we have our own little community, and it's kind of like we speak our own language, and we can we can really empathize with each other's feelings on, uh, particularly around things that you kind of joke about. That some of our best bookmaking are on days that we actually lose money, or um, you know, like how we could be happy with with a losing day when we know that we did kind of everything right or, or, or if we're expecting a huge loss like this, this Monday night, I think a lot of, a lot of people were in jeopardy with the Vikings and uh, even the properties that lost money with the Seahawks were actually happy because we lost a lot less than we could have lost with the Vikings. Oh God. I can just see like you guys <laughs> hanging around at like, where do you guys go when you hang out? You go to like the, 
the a bunch of the yeah, lounge, a couple different places, you know. And yeah, there's a couple lounges. A couple lounges. You smoke some cigars, have some scotch. Let me tell yep. you about how bad it could have been if I hadn't have booked this game better. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I've got a new spot. I'm not going to tell you tell you where, but I, I have a regular once a once a week with a couple guys from some other big books, and that's uh, exactly what we do. You go and smoke cigars. Is it a cigar spot? <laughs> Could be. I think I'm the only cigar smoke. Well, no, there's one other one. There's what are two you? Of us. What are you afraid of? You think people are gonna like start storming the castle and <laughs> trying to get your autograph and like they're dying to to be in the book the the genius bookmaker roundtable? Is that what you think is gonna happen? You you laugh. I do. Can laugh. I tell you a funny story? Just something like that. It's your podcast. My my wife asked me to go. So, <laughs> my wife asked me to go pick up a pizza at at Pizza Hut, and on my way home, and they've got this new system. Well, I don't know how new it is. It's been a while, but they on the on the TV screen in Pizza Hut, they show who's next up to get a pizza, and they put your name on there. She put my name on there to pick up the pizza, not her name, same last name. But <laughs> yeah. I go I go to pick up this pizza. There's three people that I went to high school with. They're like, we saw your name on the board. We couldn't wait for you to come in. We want, and they're, I hadn't seen them in 25 years, 25 years. But they saw my name on the board, and they waited for me seeing my name on a Pizza Hut board. Listen, you're a really big deal. Big deal. Big. Yeah, big deal. Big deal. <laughs> Do you guys like uh-huh. go? Is it all the bookmakers? Do they go like to the pepper mill and eat like omelets the size of like the counter at the old Stardust and talk about how much better it used to be in the olden days? No, well, I mean, we love the pepper mill. Don't get me wrong; that's one of the, one of the spots. But the we don't talk we don't talk about how great things were. We actually think this is probably. The technology and everything out there, I think today is about as best as it ever, as good as it ever was. I mean, people can say it was great way back when or everything, but today's where it's at, man. It's where it's at, where it's at. Oh, that's a new Scoodle song, yeah. Why don't you write a song about me? It's too depressing. Oh, man! You know I'm full of optimism and light. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I will. You could write such a happy song about me. Mm-hmm. Kind of offended you haven't written a song about me yet. I will now. I absolutely will. You got it. All right. That's my mission now. Well, let's start with some games, and then let's work our way up to a song. All right. See if we can get it. That would be the challenge on this podcast. Like, let's see if we can get a song written. By the time this podcast is over. <laughs> okay. The opening line will be, Chad loves the emotional hedge. He loves to hedge because he gets emotional, especially about <laughs> the Chicago Bears, who are five and a half point favorites against the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, so uh, this is going to be a tough one for the Packers. Um, you know, they had their their... What I what I considered that first game after the coaching 
change, and I thought they'd come out strong, which they which they did. But I think they're up against it this week. And if you remember the last time they played, Chicago really dominated most of that game, and kind of let uh, Green Bay back into it at the end. I, I don't think they make that same mistake again. I think the Chicago team's a much more mature team, uh, much more experienced now. So uh, we opened up uh, five and a half, uh, getting a lot of Bears money, way more Bears money than than Packers money. Uh, I could see this line going up um, definitely to six, maybe six and a half by game time. Um, but uh, I don't see a whole lot of support for the Packers on this one. Did you inflate this line before you opened it? Yeah. Yeah. So, and this is a game, I mean, talk about the difference of what a line would have been, uh, you know, five, six weeks ago. Uh, th- this would have definitely been right around three. Uh, so, so big adjustments on both sides of the uh, of the game on both teams here. I think if we wrote a song, we'd call it "Inflation Station." Ooh, like it, <laughs> Inflation Station. It, it reminds me of uh, one of those, um, like, cartoons that used to be on Sunday mornings back in the day, where they'd teach you about like the Bills and Capitol Hill and. Conjunction, junction. And I could be, <laughs> inflation station, what's your adjustment? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, we could. Scootle that. Scooch. Yep. All right. I like the Bears in this game. That's odd for you to like a pretty sizable favorite. It is odd. I mean, usually these are the kind of games that, uh, but it's kind of, we got a couple games this week that are right in that four, five, six range. And that's, and that's kind of a tough one. They're not quite getting a touchdown, a little more than a field goal. That's that, that kind of no man's land in there at five. Next game up. I forgot the Thursday night game. I, I, I skipped it by accident. Mm, big game. Oh, boy. Kansas City Chiefs minus three and a half against Los Angeles Chargers. This is a brutal game from my perspective. I really want the Chargers to win this game. I want the AFC West to come down to it. I... I'm a huge fan of Phillip Rivers. I feel like he's had so many opportunities blown for a variety of fluky reasons. He's got such a good team. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, he's got this amazing team. He's having a great year. And he's getting upstaged by this wonderkin quarterback in Kansas City who's amazing. And it's like just blotting out the sun that is Phillip Rivers. So give me a reason to bet the Chargers. Give me a million reasons, as Lady Gaga would say. <laughs> give me a million reasons to bet this game. Well, I can't give you a million reasons. I I can say that uh, uh, the, it's tough to bet against against Mahomes. Uh, you know, he, even games that it looks like they're going to lose, he finds a way to win. I mean, that, that last week was a perfect example. That fourth and nine, um, they end up uh, coming back, winning the game. It's uh, when a team is doing that consistently all year, uh, it's kind of tough to go against them. And plus, they have the talent. It's not like it's a bad team that just happens to get lucky a few times. Uh, and this this is for the division. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be tough for the Chargers in this one. Uh, I think we have the number right at three and a half. Um, I don't see a whole lot of movement here. We're definitely going to get a lot more Chiefs money. Uh, I'd love to see the Chargers win this one from a bookmaking standpoint because we're going to need them. Uh, not, it's not going to be a, a huge 
decision because there's going to be plenty of Chargers supporters. I, I like when two real good teams play each other. We get support for both teams uh, much more than those games where it's just you know a real good team against the bottom dweller. Uh, so so this should this should be a great matchup and uh, three and a half I think is the right number here. What are the proverbial sharps, wise guys, professionals doing? Are they taking that hook? Not yet. No, I, I have very little sharp money on this game so far. Um, not quite sure if they would take the hook in this one or not, but uh, I, I, I really, I really feel like the the Chiefs is more the play here. Saturday games, man. What's your take? Yeah, on, we're right. What's your take on Saturday games? Uh, you know, this time of year when there's not uh, the, the college games, I, I think it's nice to kind of have something in there on Saturdays. It gives us something to do big on Saturdays than just college basketball yet. I mean, we kind of ease into college basketball, and this is kind of nice to fill in the gaps. Well, Why, you, you don't like them? You don't like the college? Uh, you don't like the Saturday NFL games? I don't know, dude. I'm so social. I got so much going on. <laughs> Saturday's a big day for you, Every is it? weekend. Like, I can only, you know, I'm a guy with two kids, and, like, I've sort of decided when my kids were born that I could not be the parent who was just disappearing all day Saturday, all day Sunday for football in the fall. So I kind of had to give up Saturdays. I said, all right, I'm not going to do college football as much. I'm not going to be as engaged in college football. And I committed to Saturdays being around. And so I'm around on Saturdays and mm-hmm. I'm not ready to commit to like having to block off four to 11 on a Saturday afternoon to watch these games. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've been doing it for so many years now that, uh, I, I remember having the same sentiments when they started playing the Thursday night games. I was like, you know, can you give me a couple nights break in between these NFL games. Yeah. I mean, we were already booked with Saturdays and Sundays and then Monday night football. Then they had to throw in the Thursday night football. It was just another night I had to work late, you know. So, uh, but at Saturdays, I'm there anyway. So, not a big deal. Okay. So, we're talking about you, I guess, I'm not talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> Completely. Make that a verse in the song. Uh, what's our chorus? <laughs> chorus. Chad and Scooch. Chad and Scooch. <laughs> They love to talk about betting. Sometimes they laugh. Sometimes they cry. Every once in a while, Scooch talks about the book that he wrote. <laughs> Every once in a while. I'm like Lin-Manuel Miranda. I can, just, I can just come up with freestyle. Freestyle ditties. Hey. You are. Yeah. Uh, Houston's a six-point favorite at New York. Yep. Um, that's a tough game. That's a tough it line. Is. Tell me about how you made that line. That's really interesting to me. Well, I, I mean, I know this is the kind of game that you probably like taking the home dog, but uh, the <laughs> I just hate the Jets so much. Yeah, we we want to make this pretty high, and I could see this line actually going up to seven, and I might actually go to seven before the day before the day is out. What about the um, podcast? We do it before the podcast is out? Sorry. <laughs> yawning, I what are you, am I putting you to sleep? I just Holy got, cow. I got up so early today, and I'm a little bit, like, not feeling great. And we have a board meeting tomorrow, and I had to spend a lot of intense time working on some information for that today. And so, you know, I'm... Nobody cares, man. <laughs> You're yawning at me. I tried not to. The the Texans, man, 
Texans coming off a loss. They're going to they're gonna be up for this one. It's going to be tough for Darnold. He got his first fourth quarter uh, comeback and showed some moxie in that one, but he's up against the defense now. A lot of moxie. That defense is going to be, be pissed, and they can rush the passer without bringing a blitz. Yeah. Um, like you said, this is a tough one. Tough one to read to see how they respond to a good defense against a, a rookie quarterback. I mean, he's got the season under his belt, but he's still still a rookie, and uh, he's he's got his work cut out for him this one. So we'd much rather be on the high side on on this one. How do I better get it against a big home dog? You, 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 I said this is a game you have to take. You have to yeah. take the Jets. Gotta take. Um, yep, but uh, but the sharp guys I think are waiting for seven. I don't see them. I don't see them taking this yet. Well, color me sharp because I'm not taking it yet. Okay, there you go. You're going to wait for the seven. Let's make another song called Sharpie. All right. Denver, <laughs> minus three, at home against the Cleveland Browns. Yes, just a, we, we put the Broncos up minus three. Um, thought it was a pretty solid number, although they came right out. The sharp guys, they, they love the Browns in this one. Um, first couple of bets out of the gate were the Browns. Uh, we're still hanging it. We don't want to get off the number yet because the public money's still on the Broncos, and we know it's gonna it's gonna remain on the Broncos. So I'll probably just move money unless we get just an avalanche of Browns money by game time. But uh, sharp guys are on the Browns, and public are on the the Broncos in this one. I can see that. I think the Browns are the better team. I think they have a better quarterback. I think their defenses are comparable. Yeah, I have to admit, uh, I, I just wasn't. If you're last week, I just hated the Browns. Just did not, uh, didn't feel like they were uh, going to beat the Panthers last week. That was the one one game I really uh, uh, took a position on and, and lost a little bit more than we wanted to on. But um, yeah, the Browns are now the a, a favorite among the uh, the sharp guys. They're paying them. Finally, after years of betting the Browns just because the number <laughs> was so bad, uh, they're finally getting paid off by betting the Browns. Exactly. Yep. Tennessee is on the road at the New York Giants, minus two and a half. They're coming off, both teams coming off, big, big wins against division rivals and short home favorite for a team that has burned me so badly this year. More than any team could possibly burn me. How do I find the faith to bet on the New York Giants as short, less than a field goal home favorites? Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be tough. I could actually see. Uh, I mean, we actually have more Giants money in this one than the than we have Titans, almost two to one, uh, which surprised me a little bit. Uh, especially Odell Beckham's questionable in this one, so I can definitely see this line coming down. Um, we liked the Giants last week, talked a little bit about that, but that was just because Washington just has no quarterback. So I don't know. You could expect the same thing going against a a, a real good defense. So uh, I, I, I want to favor the Titans in this one, and I'm going to be quick to move this down. Uh, we got a little taste of sharp money on the Titans, but not really enough to make me believe that it's a true move. So I'm uh, going to wait a little longer. I think the Titans are the right side in this game. I, I, I would tend to agree. I, and the Giants, I mean, as high as we were on them at the beginning of the year, that's how low I am, I am on them now. At this point in the year, which team's power rating has moved down the most? Well, the, the Eagles. 
Yeah. I mean, they're they're right there. Uh, I mean, uh, can't can't see another team that's gone down more than them. Falcons went down pretty pretty much, but they were it's not they weren't as high as the Eagles were to start the year. You were always overrated on the on the Falcons. On the you Falcons. hate the Falcons. I hate the Falcons. <laughs> you do. I really do. Um, next up, next up, Baltimore Ravens, eight point favorites against Tampa Bay. That is a big number for the Ravens. Who's playing quarterback for them? Uh, Lamar Jackson. I think you're going to get wise guy money on the on the Bucks right here. I, I hope so because we're getting all Ravens money right now. Uh, not much Bucks money. Just like last week when I was hoping for a little more. Uh, Tampa Bay money, I'm not getting it yet. I mean, eight's a pretty big number. Um, but then again, the the Bucks kind of disappointed me last week. So um, I don't really have a strong feel on this one. Uh, just no consistency with the Buccaneers going back and forth with their quarterbacks as well. And um, not a whole lot of action on this one. Like I said, we're a little heavy on the Ravens, but uh, – not it's not one of the games that they're really kind of focusing on. I'm not surprised by that. And the Ravens really haven't drawn even when the Ravens are good, they don't draw as much support as you would expect. Uh and the Buccaneers of course never did. So yeah. uh just not a whole lot of interest in it. Are you getting more and more interest in the Buffalo Bills just because they they seem to be fun and interesting and give people tough games? They are two and a half point favorites at home against Detroit. And the yeah, they're fun. Up a lot. <laughs> They've been, we talked a little bit about it last week that they're just fun to watch because you don't know which team you're going to get. Uh, they they've had some huge, huge, huge upsets this year, and then they've looked pathetic. They've gone through you know some of the the, the worst quarterbacking and some really good quarterbacking. So it, they're they're kind of they, they are kind of fun to watch. You don't know which which team you're going to get. And uh, you know, last week it, it was like I said with the with the Jets. Uh, uh, Darnold uh, mounted a, a fourth quarter comeback, but that was a game that the Bills looked like they were in, in well command of and kind of let that slip away. So um, in this game, uh, Detroit's one of the teams that they ju- the public jumped off the bandwagon weeks ago, so uh, not a lot of support there. Uh, if we get uh, – I think we're going to see pretty good two-way action in this one. Not a whole lot of action, but pretty good two-way. It's not going to be lopsided. We're at two and a half. We'll probably stay at two and a half. If anything, I think it comes down a little bit. I don't think it goes up to three. If you're saying it comes down, then I'm going to wait, and I might bet the Buffalo Bills when it comes down. Oh, you like them, huh? You like those short – that's right. You like the short favorites. I like short home favorites. Yep, but not the Giants. No, not the Giants. (laughs) Definitely not the Giants. Yep. It's not a bet all theory. It's a look for opportunity theory. I'm I'm with you. I'm giving you a hard time, but I agree. Just trying to think of a good song that goes with opportunity. <laughs> okay. You could do a whole album. Yeah, we did. It's Here's, called Mute, Mute the Scoodles. <laughs> oh my god, I have an idea. What? Here's what I need you to do. For the Super Bowl, we haven't announced this yet, but we're going to do a live podcast in New York City. I don't think you're going to be able to make it, so you're going to have to be, you know, Skyped in via via video. Yeah. I need you and Uncle Ray to be ready to do a performance 
that <laughs> night. <laughs> you just made Uncle Ray's day. You guys need to do, you need to make up a three-minute song about sports betting and the podcast, and you're going to perform it that night in the live podcast in New York. The live podcast is going to be the Monday before the Super Bowl. And we're going to invite fans. We're going to give away tickets to people who uh, are listeners of the podcast and subscribe to the Action Network. Um, it's going to be a perk, gift, freebie. Um, I guess I'm announcing it right now. Yeah, you are. I don't even know what that date is. Does anyone know what that date is? We're looking it up right now. It's uh, Monday, January 28th. That's how we roll here at the Action Network. Wow. We don't okay. really plan as well as we should. And by we, I mean me. Um, but I want you to think about that. Think about that. Okay. And if people want to, you know, if people want to, you know, if people listen to the podcast and they want to uh, come see the show, then they can, uh, and they're, they're going to be in New York. We're not flying in here. It's going to be Monday the 28th uh, in New York. Um, live podcast in Manhattan in Midtown uh, what do you think the best way is for people to tell us they want to go and so they can submit I'm looking at one of the mats tweet at me tweet at me tweet at Chad Milton you know tweet at the favorites podcast at the favorites pod on Twitter tweet at that or at, at Chad Milman. do that you can be entered to win and come to see the free podcast. I think we got like 50 or 100 tickets for people who listen to the podcast. So, you know, you do it, you got a shot. Um, all right. Everyone's going to be very angry at me that I did this and didn't warn anybody and we didn't vocalize a plan or get coordinated. I'm sorry to Matt Ford, too, the other Matt. <sighs> I'm just so excited. Speaking of excited, listen. I don't think there's going to be anybody who's more excited about the Cincinnati Bengals being three-point favorites over the Oakland Raiders. Boy, you're going to get a lot of action on that game. Right? That's, that's definitely the corner TV game, no doubt. And we probably won't move off of that number three for the rest of the week. We'll just move some money. We'll get a little bit more Raiders money only because they you know, pulled out the big win last week. Uh, but uh, um, I, I, the Bengals... Bengals actually did a little better than both of us thought last week as well. Uh, but uh, three's the right number and uh, not, not a whole lot of action on it. I'm not even saying anything. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Game. No, let's Here's move. a sucky one, though. Atlanta is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite over Arizona. Gosh, I hate both these teams so much. <laughs> that is like a really big number for a not-great team to be laying. So that that just, is a four-win team? <laughs> a four that just tells you how bad the Cardinals are. Yeah. Jesus Christ. The Cardinals really took a step back. Like Josh Rosen took a huge step back to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, and that, I mean, it's fun to watch the, the progression or sometimes the regression of, of rookie quarterbacks and uh, they go through some peaks and valleys, but, uh, but you know, <laughs> They they just really look bad. They and they're just not even in these games. So uh, I, I, we just have to make we just have to make this line high and and keep it high. I I actually see it going up to nine nine and a half. Um, 
So that just tells you how bad Arizona is. God, the delta between these two. Matt Ryan completes 70% of his passes. Josh Rosen, 55. Matt Ryan, obviously more games, has thrown for 4,000 yards. Josh Rosen, 2,000. Uh, 28 touchdowns, 10 touchdowns. 12 INTs for Rosen, 6 INTs for Ryan. Uh, QB rating, 68.3, 108.3. Yeah, big difference. But eight and a half. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, we're, we're going to need Arizona big in this one. Um, I, I can't see anybody taking the points, so we'll just keep creeping up. So, I mean, we're not going to we're not going to go up to ten, but uh, uh, definitely nine, nine and a half. Minnesota minus seven over Miami. I am surprised you live you, given how badly Minnesota played against Seattle, and the mm-hmm. miracle that Miami had against New England when they even played them tough to regardless, um, tough regardless. I'm surprised you made the line that big. I wouldn't say, you know, yeah, Miami won the game. But you know how close New England was to covering in that game? It, it does. So you look at the final score, and I get it, you know, and you say Miami wins the game straight up. But I, I wouldn't say that they were uh, – <laughs> New England let that one slip away, obviously. But uh, New England was really close to a cover. So I, I wouldn't take too much out of out of the one game. So let's just take out – the Vikings' last two games and, and Miami's last game, and you wouldn't think seven is such a, such a high number. But that, it's for only three the... and a half quarters, that game was really close. It wasn't – I look at it entirely differently. New England came really close to covering that game, but New England – I mean, Miami was in that game for three and a half quarters. They were in the game against the Colts the week before. Ryan Tannehill continues to play well, and – the Vikings actually have not played that well. They've right. had flashes of being good, but they're not a good team. Give right. me the Dolphins in this game. <laughs> yeah, I, I still think going up against a good defense that uh, Tannehill's he's going to have some overrated defense. Overrated defense. They've been getting picked apart like a Thanksgiving turkey carcass. <laughs> yeah, overrated. I think seven's the right number in this one, and and I don't see the sharp guys coming in, uh, you know, hand over fist betting betting the Dolphins yet. So, I mean, I do think that they'll probably take the seven before they lay it, uh, but uh, uh, it, it's not like I would say last week with Miami getting all those points against New England was, you know, obviously a m- much bigger opportunity for for the professional betters than Miami getting seven in this one. You're talking to a sharp guy. Obviously. Taking it to the streets. <laughs> Jacksonville minus seven against the Washington team. Yeah. So Washington's money, came in. In. money came in on the Redskins. Well, they can have it. <laughs> I, I mean, here's another instance of a, of a mediocre team laying a lot of points. Uh, but I still wouldn't uh, have much confidence in, in Washington. Uh, they're just in free fall, and uh, the public's the public's going to be all over Jacksonville, even though they're, uh, you know, not one of the teams that they typically bet in, in recent weeks. But uh, I think boy, we're on a lot of key numbers this week, which could be dangerous if some of these games fall. You are on some key numbers. A lot of threes, a lot of sevens. Right there, I could see. I could see this week's not going to be. Uh, it's going to be a grind. 
Yeah, you. it's going to be ugly. And then you got Seattle as a five-point favorite on the road against San Francisco. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. I think San, Fran- San Francisco had its best game. I think the Seahawks are too good. Not a lot of money coming in on Seattle yet. I beg to differ. As, <laughs> as, as we have been talking for the last 30 minutes, we have been getting a lot of steam on San Francisco. So wow. this line actually, I, I'm actually going to go to four and a half right now. And when we started this podcast, I had just gone from. <laughs> Sometimes that thing catches me off guard. Excuse me, like. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had just went from five and a half to five, and uh, and now I'm I'm going to four and a half. And I know well, this morning there were some sixes out there on the game, so there wasn't much adjustment. Six was probably going to be the number, regardless of how either team uh, performed. Uh, you know, Seattle had a, a real good game. San Francisco had a real good game. Uh, six was probably going to be the number even before those those two games. So not much of an adjustment. So I can understand the move, uh, getting the points uh, at home. This is a typical Chad Millman play, to, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. Getting those points at home. But could have gotten six this morning. Now you're only getting four and a half. So you missed all the value in this I one. I did. Millmania. <laughs> the Millie Monster. Yeah. The Middle Monster. <laughs> M squared. Totally. New England. Interesting. New England is a one-point favorite on the road at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, so much in play here, Scooch. Yeah, we're not kidding. Short road favorite. One team needing to basically save its season because of disastrous losses two weeks in a row. Another team looking to not lose for the second time in a row. Boy, oh boy, oh man, Shevitz. I'm going with the, <laughs> I'm going with the Steelers. Yeah, this is a this is a game. Now we have to check, just make sure Roethlisberger's uh, healthy. He did finish up that that game last week, but he's still listed as questionable officially. Uh, but uh, and some places still are keeping it down. Uh, off the board, but I, I think the numbers reflective, obviously, of him uh, playing in this game. Uh, New England would be a, a much, much bigger favorite without uh, Roethlisberger. So uh, this number is with him playing, but he's he's not going to be 100% healthy. But it's it's it, I think Pittsburgh is the is the play that you'll see the sharp guys coming in on, keeping this number as low as it is one one and a half. Uh, but I would hate to be playing against Bill Belichick especially after a week when he let one slip away like he did. You know, he's just seething right now. I know. Uh, (laughs) So that's just one thing I would just keep in mind. Yeah, I mean, it really depends on who's playing. If Roethlisberger plays, I might go counter and take the Steelers. Yeah. I could also go up. ton of money coming in on New England. Yeah, percentage-wise, it's 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 one of the biggest public games. Um, but uh, but I think this is the kind of games that the sharps like to play, and you know they're not going to play that uh, short road favorite. They're they're going to play Pittsburgh. Los Angeles Rams nine and a half point favorites against the Philadelphia Eagles Sunday night. Mm. In the Los Angeles well, we, Coliseum. Yeah, we just talked about uh, the downgrading of. 
uh, of the Eagles. Uh, who would have thought that they'd be a nine and a half point dog coming off of a, a Super Bowl victory? So uh, that just speaks to how much they've dropped in the power rankings. Uh, even with this big number, we're not getting uh, much Eagles money, not from the sharp guys, not from the public. Um, I think by game time, the sharp guys will probably take the nine and a half, probably come down, but I, I don't, it's not going to go up. This is about as high as we can go on this one. Our producer, Matt Ford, just walked in. He was, uh, he had an event. And um, should I tell him that I've announced that we're doing a live podcast on Monday, January 28th, and that uh, you're going to be making a song with Uncle Ray and doing a video? <laughs> And um, that if people want to attend and they are loyal listeners of the podcast, they can tweet me at Chad Millman or at the favorites pod. I'm just letting Matt Ford know that he's looking at me like, oh, my yeah, God, I, I hate you. <laughs> I didn't do, totally. Agree, not, oh, my God. Now he's rubbing that, his but... eyes. He's rubbing his forehead. <laughs> he's like, what? What, what did are you he doing do? to me? Why did he do this? Yeah. Exactly. Why did he do this? Because. Because I'm a wild card, man. You are. Tough. I cannot be contained. Like when I'm inspired, when an idea comes to me, that's how we grow, man. Yeah. That's how we do. No plans. We just go. <laughs> Fly by the seat of his pants, Millman. Fly by the seat of his pants, Millman. That's what they call me. <laughs> uh, spontaneity rules the day. Yeah. Say yes. Go fast. Run into a brick wall. Quarter mile. That's right. Don't look ahead. Don't strategize. Just do it. Someone should make a slogan out of that. <laughs> Scooch. Yeah. New Orleans Saints, six and a half point favorites against the Carolina Panthers. I hate this Carolina team. You do. You're making a tough one. This is a tough though. one. You're making a tough this one. Is, yeah, absolutely. I mean, a Monday night game. Uh, we're obviously going to need Carolina. Uh, I wonder how much of this is Carolina preparing for this game. I don't want to make excuses why they lost to the Browns, but I would not be surprised if they played a lot more competitively this <laughs> this week, and uh, and that six and a half becomes a really big number. Um, now, having said that, I've seen the Saints all year laying these big numbers on the road and still covering them, and even in games. You know, the first half of that game last week, it looked like they might have lost the game outright. They end up coming back, covering. They can score so quickly that uh, they're never quite out of the game. And that's scary. Uh, so six and a half may seem like a big number for the Saints, but I, I think it's the right number. Uh, oh, man. How do I avoid making a bet on a six and a half point home dog? <laughs> Yeah, you got to stick to your guns on these ones. I mean, they, you know, that's a, that's a, you've been playing them all year. Yeah. But that's, it's a tough one. Not a great slate this week. Not really. And you don't have those kind of what we consider the low hanging fruit games, you know, those games where it just look like an automatic, automatic lock. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, we did miss one. Did you? You gonna? Did we talk about Dallas, Indianapolis? Did I miss it? Wow. Yeah. Oh my God! I totally did. You're right. <laughs> Give me the Colts. Give me I the Colts minus three. About that. Yeah, Colts minus three. Yeah, and that's. And the reason I bring it up is because that's one of the more interesting games on the board. Uh, you know, 
hanging a, a solid three knowing that we're going to be getting a ton of Dallas money. Uh, the last few weeks, we've been seeing that Dallas money increasing more and more. Dallas is playing better and better. Uh, but uh, <laughs> this Colts team, you know, before they, they had that, that surprising loss to, uh, was it Jacksonville a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Um, you know, the, this this Colts team we were pretty high on too, and so I, I think three is the right number. The public is not going to see it that way. The public's going to think that Dallas should be a short favorite, uh, but we think we have it, the the number right. We're going to need the Colts, but uh, I don't think we mind it. We we don't mind needing the Colts here. How did we do in Scooch Roulette last week? Who did you have? I had I had the Raiders. Wow, that's a good choice. Did I have the Buccaneers? I had the Titans. <laughs> Wait, and Scooch is going to sing what? You had Carolina. You didn't have the Raiders. No, no, we had a bet on that. I had, but I had the Raiders. Oh, you had the Raiders, but we had a bet on Carolina that you would yeah. sing. I forgot about this. <laughs> so what's he going to sing? Yeah. I feel like you already played me singing. I don't, we did play you singing, but now you can sing, as yeah. they say in the business, you can sing a cappella. A cappella. <laughs> Give me something. Give yeah. me, um, serenade me, Scooch. Give me a song. Give me, give me on. like one line you're comfortable with from a song. You better An fucking, original? You better fucking pay off this bet. I'm no Welcher, man. Yeah. So give me, give me a song, anything you want. Michelle. So long ago, we were forever young, laughing and singing. Love. How about that? All right. <laughs> Bob Scucci is unafraid. <laughs> Scooch, you are 100% class, and that is why I love you. You, you are a gamer who comes to play. Were you playing just now? Yeah. Oh, my God. Look at you. <laughs> You're like a renaissance man. Love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's play some Scooch Roulette. We both won last week, but since you so kindly serenaded me, tell me who you won. <sighs> Tough week, but I think I like the Colts. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Darn you, I wanted the Colts so badly. You got all these home dogs. I know, and I don't like any of them. Give me Buffalo minus two and a half. Ooh. Wow. Really? <laughs> really? Hold on. Everybody just made a face like they're sick to their stomach. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me, let me, let me pick that. the most uninteresting. <laughs> what am I going to do here? All right. Give me the Niners. Oh, Jesus. Uh, that's not bad. No. <laughs> No, I liked that. I was actually my second. I was tossed between Pittsburgh, the Niners, and the Colts. All right, I'll take the Niners. Okay. 
Matt Ford was here for five minutes, cool. and he's already like started to cry that I made an announcement about our live podcast, and now he can't stop laughing. Plus, he got you singing <laughs> in the middle. He's had like a full range of emotions. <laughs> he's done everything Jimmy V says you're supposed to do in a day. He's laughed. He's cried. He's sweat a little bit. He's like done it all. In just half a podcast. Not even. Yeah. He's, he's like 15 minutes into the podcast. All right, Scooch. So um, that's our show for today. What I want to say right. is uh, thank you for listening to the Action Network podcast. Download the podcast at uh, any Apple podcast listening place. Go to radio.com slash The Action Network. Also, get it at Apple Podcasts. I am Chad Millman. He is Bob Scucci. We have podcasts every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Join me on Friday when Blackjack Fletcher and I try to win $1.4 million. Until next time.